You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Park Fire Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona, and with me always is my good friend, Jay from the hills of Texas. And we are missing AK Mike. We are at the Arizona Electric Festival 2022. Uh, it is Friday morning, and it is brisk. Dude, I think you did that wrong. It was supposed to be the Arctic Fest. <laughs> the Arctic Fest, there you the go. The Arctic Electric Fest 2000 this year being held. In Apache Junction, <laughs> Arizona. To actually in Mesa. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so first of all, we uh, have uh, kind of an announcement. We uh, we missed the last podcast two weeks ago because Jay, in infinite wisdom for the first time in seven years or so that you've been doing this, decided on a whim to drive out instead of fly out. So, I did. Yeah. So... During the time what we normally would do, put the podcast together, Jay was driving halfway across the country to come out and spend some time with me in Arizona. And uh, it was exciting. You brought uh, a couple airplanes to fly. I did. I did. I brought my L-39 and uh, my fun cub and a few uh, wings. There you go. And uh, you actually, uh, we came uh, to the field yesterday to get kind of set up, and you uh, actually got to fly your L-39 off of pavement for the first time. Yeah, it didn't know what to do. I noticed. It did not know what to do. It was a little like, what is this? <laughs> it was like, free. <laughs> I don't bump and jump and scatter through the fields. Uh, the, so. the funny part was how long it rolled. Jay, Jay used up the whole runway <laughs> yeah. trying to get it stopped. That was new for you. Yep. Yep. And, that was definitely uh, different. And the uh, little bit little bit more bouncy um, on, the, on the runway. You got to kind of slow it down. It's, uh, I think you're... Approach speed was just slightly fast because you're used to flying into grass, and that kind of uh, got this one rolling down the runway pretty quick. So, But uh, you did a good job. It was uh, kind of a great flight. Uh, it was the first time that you and I have been able to uh, fly off a of pavement together because when I brought mine down to you, we flew off the grass together. Right. But uh, the pavement, we did a, like a little formation takeoff and, and kind of chased each other around. It was pretty fun. Uh, got to fly the A-10, so that was kind of exciting. We... Um, put that one together it sounds really good flies real well and uh yeah we did uh kind of formation with uh, your l39 and the a10 yep uh, and then you broke out a plane out of uh out of uh the past so to speak I did. you blew the yeah, dust I off blew of the it. dust off of a uh one of the airplanes so uh <laughs> they're getting all set up uh yeah i broke out the uh pitts python the uh the actual one that you gave me yeah so yep. there so um, well, it looks like they're getting started. Um, you know, everybody, uh, Shannon Gallagher is with us. Uh, we've got Horizon Hobbies here. We've got the Gary's Desert Dogs, uh, like uh, we've had over there, and, and the coffee ladies here as well. So it's uh, good for us because it's a chilly morning here. Yeah, in I was going to say, we're the bonfire people. Yeah, we. Uh, well, I don't see their little tent here anywhere. Yeah, and uh, the wind's kind of picked up. Uh, you probably <laughs> kind, kind, of, kind of picked up. I like. <laughs> Folks, you you don't know it. Uh, it was a little breezy last night. Yeah, it was a little breezy. Woke us up, and we had to come out here and chase a few planes around the tarmac. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, a few got damaged. And uh, our our stuff fared fine. We, yeah, it's ours is pretty heavy, and uh, we kind of moved it. But 
There were a couple of really lightweight uh, airplanes. No, that, they were a waffle. Waffle. Yeah, thing. they were wafer thin. But uh, so but, a couple, uh, those were all made out of uh, foam. They were a bunch of Deprod planes. That's correct. And he put them out in the middle. <laughs> they were. It was. It, it's 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 funny, but it's not funny. Yeah, you know, it's not. You, really you know what I mean? Funny, it, it's just that. You know, of all all the nights or all the days and the type of plane, you know, the lightest ones to right. stick out there. And when those winds came up, it just grabbed them and just, doom, yeah. like slammed them on the ground yeah. in a pile. I know. I felt bad. I, yeah. Uh, he, he uh, you know, came in this morning and grabbed it. And we'll, uh, won't say any names to protect the innocent, but uh, he, he, uh, he grabbed them and hopefully he'll get them repaired. Yeah, they weren't, honestly, they weren't that bad. No, they there's a couple of there's, hanger there's rents. Co- there's there was some bones. breaks and cracks, but hey, it's Stepron. He yeah. should be able to get them all fixed by oh, he tonight will. and have yeah, him he back will. out here today. Yeah, he will. <laughs> but uh, let's see. What else? Uh, Superstition Hobbies uh, showed up, so we got that. The pilots are starting to slowly unload. Uh, the Horizon guys brought the uh, the new G650, uh, you know, corporate jet, so I'm excited to see how that's going to yep. fly. Uh, well, we were talking about the Pitts Python. Oh, yeah, the yeah, Pitts Python. So. Yeah, there you go. Going back to that beautiful bird, by yeah. The way. So that was uh, that was one of those gifts we were trying to talk about it yesterday. Uh, it was a nitro planes kit that Jay had gotten a great deal on, and there was something that happened between us that you decided, hey, I really need to get this guy a Christmas gift, and it showed up for Christmas because I remember it being under the Christmas tree, and then Christmas Day I opened the box. And uh, and it was this Pitts Python, <clears throat> and that was the the one. I think we had an episode of it, uh, not you know several years back, because uh, I've owned it for many many years. And I turned it into that Scandinavian air show Pitts Python right. look. It looks pretty know. good too. So we put the actual three bladed prop uh, instead of the two. Uh, I actually made the uh, the cowling, um, the intake on the cowling is actually functional. So right. we changed that. Put all the the stickers. Show stickers and everything on. Oh, that's it. right. We talked about Cali when you. Yes, that's correct. That's right. Yeah. We had an episode where we were talking about going to Cali to get your yeah to get all your stickers and yeah. I uh, sent a message to her and she uh, kind of gave her what I was looking for because the air the the actual airplane uh, flies in an air show or it did at some point and uh, and so I wanted it to um, you know to kind of look exactly like that and it was painted uh, yellow and black. But uh, it's it hasn't flown in any years. I had to kind of dust it off. The uh, you know now that we're in the new the new shop, we uh, were able to unbox a couple of things, and and this one uh, had uh, you know kind of sat on the shelf for a little bit. We were a little nervous flying it because it is a beautiful airplane, and I didn't want anything to happen to it. And the wind was just right yesterday at about sunset, and you yeah, know, we yeah. kind of kind of we were the only ones out here too. So that was yeah, nice. that was we, somehow everybody. Kind of ran home for dinner or whatever, and Jay and I were the only ones standing <laughs> yeah. on the field. I was like, "Well, heck, let's they go left, fly." <clears throat> they left us in charge. Wow, woohoo! But uh, it flew okay. It's uh, I think well, there's... yeah. There, it, but you know, it had the, that typical. You hadn't flown it in a while, and it had a few rattles and creaks and sounds. Yeah, where you're like, "Is that a good sound? Is that a normal sound?" Right. Do I remember what it sounded like before? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so, so we had a you know. Had one flight, brought it down. The Mike and I were both looking at the plane, going, "Is it leaning to the left?" <laughs> what, you know, was. is that does that is that just the way the sun's gleaming off of the, you know, the uh, finish? Yeah. Mm, no, no, it's leaning. It Something's is leaning. Up. Something wasn't right. <laughs> so, 
the gear had to be tightened up. Yeah, the um, one of the right lander. Yeah, I guess it's the right landing gear. The right landing gear. Uh, the bolts had kind of rattled loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the gear was all tilted to one side. When I landed it, it kind of just finally, uh, you know, caught up to itself with those things. And so I brought it back to the bench and realized that uh, a couple of the wing bolts and uh, <laughs> they were loose. I, uh, so it, that goes down to the safety thing, right? Is that you should always pre-flight, which I thought I pre-flighted everything, but the one thing that I can admit that I didn't do is, you know, I, landing gear is one of those things. I always. Um, you know, landing gear bolts, I always put uh, blue Loctite on. Right. Well, and this thing's been sitting up, like I said, sitting in the shelf. It's been moved. Yeah. It, it it, it's been in the storage for a year, getting yeah. moved several times That's around. Yeah. So, you know, it's just one of those things. Just things they just, kind, get, yeah. kind, just get kind of loose. That's you true. think, you know, it was fine when you put it in there. Right. But after three moves, you know, <laughs> um, exactly. things get a little loose. Well, so we tightened all those back up. We went and flew it again, and it uh, flew really, really well. Uh, I think this airplane's designed. That's one of the other things I didn't do is write down on the inside of the airplane what batteries it uses. Um, but I have, you know, for my jets, I have a bunch of 5,000 milliamp six cells, and so I threw one of those in there because then it was a six cell battery. But I think it's probably meant to fly, fly more 30, on 30, yeah, 3,300. 3, I think is what it was designed for. Uh, that would have made it a little lighter because I did notice when I was flying it that it was a little slightly nose heavy. Um, it does have, you know, a gyro in it because most of my airplanes fly with, you know, gyros. But um, but it flew really nice. It landed really nice. It had a good sound. It looked great in the air. That's the big thing. It just uh, looked good. But uh, it's kind of funny that I've flown. Um, so so to be honest, I've been flying. Uh, I was telling him that I have I haven't flown this airplane in, in a, a few years, right? And some of the other airplanes I haven't flown, like my L thirty nine, I haven't flown in eh, a couple of months. But instead, I've been flying turbines. And so when I went out there, you know, Jay was like, "Hey, I got to warm up on the on the zaggy before I go fly." You know, just get my fingers warm and on the tough wing. On the tough wing, sorry. Uh, so he went to go fly on the tough wing, and then. Uh, he get you know he got the jet out. Well, I just jumped right on the jet, went out there, and I said, "Holy smokes, this thing is so slow!" Because <laughs> I'm used to flying these turbines, you know, that are you know 199.99 miles an hour, uh, that are a lot faster. And uh, the L39 turbine that I fly is you know considerably faster. Everything you know kind of happens a little bit quicker. So when I went and flew this uh, Pitts Python. Uh, I I threw the low rates in there and the low rates <laughs> low rates weren't doing much for a 3D airplane. I was like, why is this airplane not doing anything? <laughs> it's just flying straight. Yeah, and uh, I realized that the low rates are more of a jet setting than a, <laughs> a 3D setting. So I finally found the switch and uh, flipped it over and uh, got it to actually uh, do some stuff. So, but it uh, it, it looks good. Um, I really enjoyed flying all the airplanes we brought out. We uh, actually went and flew a couple of night flights. I flew the cracked uh, the cracked yak and mm-hmm. and uh, was flying out there. The wind started to pick up a little bit. And my eyes got blurry and I got a shiver and and yeah, the shiver got you. And, my, and I was like, "Ooh, it's cold!" Because I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt. It was crazy, <laughs> folks. It just the temperature just dropped when that wind picked up, and I shivered a little bit. My hand slipped off the the little. Uh, stick and uh and unfortunately that airplane is a little twitchy so in the wind it just bit the ground because i was flying pretty low to the ground and uh broke the prop so and uh kind of cracked the nose <laughs> so 
I had to come to a repair on that one late last night and uh, glued it all back together. So hopefully tonight the wind uh, will die down a little bit. We can fly that. And then you worked on your uh, your Cub, the uh, the amazing fun Cub. This airplane has been with us for many 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 years. many years and has been through uh, pretty much everything. Right? Snow, snow, water. water. Yep. Uh, Arizona desert now. It's been in Alaska, oh, yep. Texas. It actually has towed a glider. Yep. That, <laughs> we did a, I think there was an episode on when we, uh, what was that glider that we had? The, uh, the uh, Gentle Lady. Gentle Lady, yeah. We actually, uh, that was an experiment. We didn't know it would work or not. And we're hoping not to crash two airplanes. That's true. Uh, but it seemed to work. And uh, so, yeah, this uh, this airplane's been uh, been with you quite a while. It's got lights. Mm-hmm. That's why uh, I brought it, so I could fly at night. Yeah. Night flight. So the night flight. And uh, but unfortunately, last night when he finally got, uh, or actually, you you found uh, in the shop that was the one that you brought out in the shop and we're working on, and uh, you found a problem. Yeah, well, it, unfortunately, you know when you abuse an airplane for so long, you may come up with a few things. Well, yeah, um, I just noticed the last couple of times I flew it that I was getting a, a weird noise or a vibration, and it turned out that the shaft was bent, right, ever so slightly. And so, you know, when you started to get on the RPMs, it would just start making a little rattle, funny rattle. And so uh, I looked through Mike's junk box and found uh, a motor that would be comparable. Wait, that was in my junk box? Yeah. <laughs> he found a hacker motor in my junk box. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. Mm. So uh, I threw, I swapped the motors out and, um, you oh, know. Technically. I don't technically. And, uh, and then I went ahead and I, uh, you know. Uh, got everything rewired back in and, you know, the motor mount put back on, you know, after I had to figure out how to get to it, that type of thing. Yeah. So, anyway, got it all back together and, you know, took it out uh, just before we were, it was still daylight. I was just going to, you know, pre, pre-flight it and right. get it made and pre-pre-maiden or whatever, re-re-maiden. And, unfortunately, I went to uh, taxi it and I barely won a foot and the plane came to an abrupt stop. Mm-hmm. And what was happening was that there was so much tow out in the uh, landing gear that when it drove, it drove the, uh, it's kind of, it has wires, uh, you know, wire, uh, wire, what do we call that? Not a wire brace or a wire it's landing just gear. Wire, wire, landing wire, wire landing gear, yeah. So when you, when you went to uh, uh, roll it, it sp- or the tow out would cause the uh, gear to go wider and wider and then grip more and more to the ground to where it would actually slow and stop the plane. Right, yeah. So it put so much pressure on the uh, on the actual wire where it bends to go through the axle. Yeah. So the, the wheels would start bending, and then uh, the plastic and the metal would bind, and then the brakes. It worked like brakes. It worked like a brake, yeah. 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 But you only want a foot. Right. <laughs> Not, you so it wasn't good for slowing down. Yeah. So well, I it would have been an exciting landing. You know, once yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like carrier landing. That's it. It would have been the world's shortest stall landing. You touch exactly. down right to the nose. Because Mike's like, well, if the gear's not working right, just chuck it. And I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that. I was like, we can always hand launch it. Go fly it. He's like, yeah, I'm going to fix these. <laughs> so you spent, oh, I don't know, an hour trying to get that landing gear figured out. Yeah, it just needs. it's one of those things where you need to replace the gear. They just had a whole lifetime of abuse, so they just need to be replaced. Right. But uh, Mike and I re-bent them and wired them, and then I got some springs and uh, not springs. I got some Rubbers, like, rubber bands. Rubber I had some rubber bands to stop it from um, bowing out yeah. and uh, yeah. kind of jerry-rigged that all together. And just, um, like I said, last night before the winds kicked up, uh, I got it to where now it works. It can taxi. 
And Mike's like, oh, yeah, well, go ahead and take it off. And I'm like, yeah, no. Dude, it's, <laughs> it's, the middle of, it's the middle of the night, and uh, you want me to take it off, and... Yeah, I, you well, know. it's not like you did some, you know, airframe repairs. You basically changed everything but the wings. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but uh, you know, being that it's nighttime, I'm like, yeah, I don't think uh, I need any more challenges to go fly in the middle of the night when you know, flying at night has its own challenge. And on know. top on top of a plane that I have no idea what it's going to do when it goes in the air. Theori- theoretically, it should fly straight and level. <laughs> Just, I, you know what? I, I've done night maidens before. Yes, yes. And we know how those have worked out. No, they worked out great. So. We, did big, we did Big Mike's uh, maiden in there. So, Well, uh, we already have uh, – we've had a couple airplanes in the air. I flew uh, the L-39 this That's morning. That's you. You uh, opened the event I did. Today. I opened the event with the, the maiden flight for this morning. And then uh, we now have uh, had two or three airplanes in the air. Uh, we're just waiting for uh, everybody to get, uh, you know, kind of settled in and for a pilot meeting to start. So it is pretty uh, early in the morning, and um, I'm excited about the Horizon Hobbies uh, guys. They brought out the uh, OV-10 to go fly. Yep, that and should be fun. Their new, uh, their new airplane. I've actually seen it fly. A friend of mine, Tony Quist, he's uh, part of their group, and uh, he, he had one out at our field, and he maidened it. And it was, it's amazing. It's a big, big airplane really big it flies really slow it looks really good in the air and uh if you have a van i suggest you get one (laughs) (laughs) if you have if you have anything when you buy the plane you get a car (laughs) you get a car you get a car if you have a trailer you should probably get one too but uh if you're just driving around in a in your prius you probably uh, (laughs) this is not a probably not a plane you're not gonna throw it in the back seat and just go with it (laughs) yeah no it's uh it's pretty pretty big so uh I, i'm i'm excited though to see it they uh they uh had two of them at the uh, winter warbirds and, and flew formation with them and they looked really really good i think there's a video of it uh, online somewhere uh other than that it looks like uh we've got some twin otters out there we've got uh, a couple of uh the um a tucana that's uh mm-hmm. it looks like a mini version of big blue uh you know from the big mike days so uh, I think that belongs to Matt Ventura. So we'll see how how that flies. And uh, I haven't really walked the flight line to see what else we well, got. Well, there's not much. There's not much out there, buddy. Yeah, people are putting airplanes together. People are just so. getting out and they're huddling and they're yeah. lighting small fires. So <laughs> yeah, the donuts are still here, so we might take a break, go get some of those. Uh, but we're excited this year to uh, get started. We do have to uh, kind of excuse uh, AK Mike. He uh, was at the airport and. Dallas yep. and uh, was actually getting on the airplane to come out. We were uh, kind of making arrangements to go pick him up when he arrived, and unfortunately, I don't know what it is. You got out just in time, but uh, last time you showed up, there was a snowpocalypse. Snowpocalypse in uh, in Texas, and now this year, I think there is another one. So, uh, ice no, snow- no, it's the ice pocalypse. Ice pocalypse. That's right. Uh, the ice snow or no snow, dusting of snow, but serious ice. Icing. And so a yes. lot of the air, a lot of the airlines cancel their flights. And uh, and so, unfortunately, the next flight in is after the event is over. Yep. So we uh, we lost Mike. Well, the funny part is Mike's luggage may show up. Yeah, we might have his airplanes to fly <laughs> if it does show up. So yep. we'll see. Uh, yeah, that was kind of weird. He called me and asked me that, but um, they were saying that <laughs> they were going to still take his luggage to Arizona. He's like, well, I don't, I don't need my luggage there on Sunday. The event's over. <laughs> <laughs> so and I'm here right now. And I'm, I'm canceling now. my flight, right, so right. I'm going so, home. That's funny. Well, you have uh, to pick it up after it goes to Arizona. 
Well, folks, uh, you can't see us right now, but uh, we're going to tell you that there's a little pits flying. It's one of the E-flight yeah. pits, and uh, he's just coming in for a landing with a really stiff wind and almost going to do it, and he does it. That is excellent. <laughs> for being a really small airplane with that stiff wind, he did a really good job bringing it in. So that's pretty exciting. But anyway, uh, back to Mike. He, um, you know, he was pretty sad that he was uh, look. He was looking forward to coming. I think. And uh, and what was the reason you said? Because he brought his own. Because he brought the tail to. Oh, uh, that's right. He actually brought the yeah. tail to uh, the uh, night walrus. Yeah, for the for the night walrus, we were going to go fly that because I brought mine, and he he's brought his last two years and forgot the tail section. So I actually brought the tail section for him this year, and he's like, nope, no need. I brought it, and then his flight got canceled. Canceled, so. yep. So Jay blamed it on the tail, said next time he has to leave it because the last two times he was able to make it. But that's kind of funny. So. Well, uh, how about we uh, go grab a, a, a hot drink to warm us up and uh, see if we can round up. Uh, and huddle for warmth. Yeah. We, yeah. See if we can round up. I might have uh, to use some of my Alaskan uh, survival <laughs> skills or trying to kick in. Uh, I was wearing shorts yesterday. Everyone yeah, called me the walrus. Insane, folks. <laughs> He's like, you're the walrus, man. I'm like, what? I was at flip-flops and shorts and, a, and, yep. a, and like a light jacket on, and he's over here all bundled up like he's in Arizona. I mean, like he's in uh, Alaska. So, Because well, I have good sense, folks. Well, there you go. Well, let's see if we can uh, go round up uh, – Mr. Gallagher, and see if we can get grab him to uh, start off the event before the pilot meeting, and uh, we'll grab something warm to drink, and uh, we'll be right back. Well, we're back with the Park Flyer Podcast. We rounded up uh, Shannon Gallagher, the uh, president of uh, the club and the um, contest director this year. Welcome. It's always a pleasure to have you on uh, on the Park Flyer Podcast. And it is such a <laughs> thrill for me. No idea. Uh-huh. Like, well, that's I look forward to it every year. <laughs> every year those guys come over here and drag me over to the interview. Uh, they drag me over funny. there. What the heck? I got I things to do. We're I'm just busy. commenting that this is our seventh year here, and uh, that's pretty exciting. But uh, this is a big year for you as well? or Yeah, it's the big. It's the 18th, go. so we're legal. Good way to put it. <laughs> we can vote now. Yeah, so uh, go to, there go you to go. war if we need to. So. Well, it's the whole club to work. Vote. Yeah, the whole so division. <laughs> so you're voting vote. yep. yourself yep. back in, is a really, and uh, there we go. Oh no, no not that. Well, that's another. Story. Well, uh, <laughs> I have to admit that uh, last time we talked, you were uh, traveling to California, and uh, that was a long trip for you. You were going out to get some shirts, I think. Yeah, picked up some shirts for the jet rally, and uh, that was a huge success. We had a great jet rally, and it was. Wow, that's we had like 80 pilots. It was crazy. Yeah. Jets in the air all the time. And not not that major carnage. I, th- I think we only had like oh, a crash wow. like on Sunday, like a major crash. Everything else was like just, you know, right, bent, you know right. bent, bent landing gear or something. But Sunday, it was like there was just uh, a bad oh, move. Oh, oh, that was a crash. Close one. Oh. <laughs> he got a Cessna Ooh. 150 out flying, and uh, he's doing a good job, <laughs> I have to admit. But uh it uh, it's a little dicey with the wind out there. So the wind the wind is uh, supposed to die yeah. down later on today, I think, right? Or yeah, yeah, just not at the second apparently. <laughs> not at the second. You know, the, this is the one. This is the one thing that I, yeah. I have no control over. Yeah, uh, I'm glad it's not raining. You know, that's that's a huge thing. Uh, that always really puts a you know, sure damper sure. damper on the on the event, but. Uh, 
Yeah, the wind's a little rough. We've had, you know, we had one of our one of our vendors, uh, his tent kind of kind of crumbled, and we had one of our uh, regular attendees, Barrett Hawkhouse, some of his planes uh, got a little damage overnight. But thank you guys for. I guess the cat's out of the bag now. We were trying to. <laughs> we appreciate that. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, but you you guys yeah, did your. We, uh, your, we, uh, your, uh, we had security duty. and uh, end plane watch last night. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> we don't we don't mind it. No, that was I heard gunshots out here. Was that you? No, no, that was over there. So, uh, well, let's see. We got uh, we mentioned it before, but Horizons out here. Superstition Hobbies looks like your vendors are out. And uh, yeah, we got uh, Paul Paul Stenberg, uh, Zap House of Balsa. He's one of our longest. He's been right. he's been with us from the very beginning. And uh, Superstition Hobbies, they've really upped their game. They've got you know yeah. they got three really nice tents, and they always put up a really nice display. Uh, we've got uh, Eric. From that is uh, three Air Adventures is on his way here. He should be here uh, momentarily. Well, hopefully today at some point. And then we've got uh, who else have we got down there? Oh, Wild Blue RC is a new uh, new new entry, and uh, they're they're getting ready to roll out. Uh, there was a there was a company back in the day. I say back in the day, like nineties. Uh, Top Gun <laughs> aircraft. The they um, made some really nice uh, fiberglass. Uh, Warbury uh, jets and things like that, and uh, they're going to start oh, no uh, re- reissuing those under the Wild Blue RC uh, moniker. So, looking forward to that. He's got he's got pilots right, like little right. you, know, you know pilot oh, bus cool. and stuff that he's going to have for the show today. But uh, trying to think who else. Um, my my daughter is part of the ASU robotics team, and uh, for her senior year, they're, she's getting ready for their competition. They're going to have a booth. They're going to actually have, oh, have one cool. of the robots out. That people can actually oh, okay. drive. They're going to let people drive it. And, Ooh. And it was a little fundraiser for me. This is like I'm like I, can, I think I can squeeze you guys. I know someone that, that can get you in. <laughs> yeah. I know a guy. And then uh, then E Power, uh, all yep. the great yep. uh, electrical connect connections that you you need. Um, they're they're back in full swing. And and just a Horizon more more as a display and and but but they really supported right. us when it comes to pilot raffle. I'm sure we'll talk more about that later. But uh, they really come through this year. So I think Ali and. And James and Tony for for really uh, stepping it up this year. They really made a big difference. So so I want to thank them. And then we've got Gary's Hot Dogs. Gary's like a staple of our of our hobby, uh, our our field here, and he has some great hot dogs. We also have Habanero uh, Soft Tacos is coming tomorrow, I think. And we're going to have an ice well, cream truck a little bit good. later today. Hopefully there's some hot chocolate, too. You know, Jay was in Alaska, yeah. and we were up there one time, and it was, you know, colder than cold. And the I, the Dairy Queen w- had line all the way out the door. There's and line it's out the like door. ice cream is it one of those things matter. that it doesn't it's matter. Like everybody cream. everybody loves ice cream. So. Yeah. And then uh, MF, MF Copy, back. Katie, is back. Um, she's... Yeah. She was injured at, an, at another event, and uh, she's she's kind of pushing through. So, with yeah. the help of her family and we're her friends, we're excited so to have them back as well. So. Yeah, yeah. So, I think that's uh, that's the rundown as far. And we have we have some other. Uh, we have one of our local, local club members. They kind of do a little oh, there you go. Uh, swap right. shop right. down there. Very so cool. Then they always have some good deals. But uh, and then Function Graphics provided the Absolutely. event shirts once yep. again. There you go. My good friend Eddie, and then uh, let's see. Take us through the uh, the agenda. We got a pilots meeting uh, coming up uh, here shortly, and then uh yeah, we'll do a quick little pilots meeting, and then um, 
I doubt we're yeah, going to have man. any heli time today. Somebody wants to fly a heli today. <laughs> yeah, <she> wants to fly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him a chance. I'll get one going once, going twice. Gonna be yeah, like Jared we're Jackson. all behind the fence. Oh, I mean, I'm going to stand behind the chain link fence with yeah, the helicopter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, something like that. Just, just yeah, know which direction we have to go out there. to the desert to go get it. Yeah, as <laughs> it gets blown. Uh, so Friday is just pretty much wide open flying. I'm sure a couple. Will, you know, once the wind sure. dies down, we'll get some gaggles sure. going of uh, different planes. But uh, tomorrow, that's the big deal. Uh, we're We'll definitely have a couple of heli times. I know John Serio, he does he does like our demo during the noon show, which is that leads into the noon show and uh, between you know all of our scheduled uh, events for that, we've got gaggles of you know, World War II jets, uh, weather permitting the micro UMX planes. Those are always fun. Combat, gotta love the combat. There you go. Get some carnage there. Uh, we'll have uh, pretty sure we're gonna have Tony and. Uh, uh, Ollie from Horizon, they have the yeah, giant OB-10 Broncos, and they, yeah, That's and they're going to be doing a little demo with those, and among other things. So that'll be exciting. And trying to think who else. Um, we'll, well, I'm sure we'll have some other other demos here. Oh, Eric. Yeah, he's got some uh, really he's cool. Uh, he's got a new one, I think. Out. Uh, hopefully, he's going to bring it. He called yep. me uh, not too long ago. He's, um, yeah, he told me he'd be out here. He's going to hang out with us, and uh, yep. we're excited. Yeah. The other cool thing that's happening tomorrow is uh, another club, the Southern Arizona Glider and Electric Club, Sage, yeah. kind of fits with the Southwest. They're coming up here because a bunch of those guys, are, they're like, hey, we're coming up for AEF, but we want to do something kind of cool. And they're like, we have you know connections at Flight Test, and we'll get a bunch of those little chuck gliders. Oh, little, that's little kind of So we'll get some tents set up here. They, whenever they show up, and then we'll, we'll be doing that um, t- tomorrow on Saturday. We'll we'll see how many people can actually come out for it. We've been, you know, we've been pushing online. Yeah. You know, hey, come you know, on out, yeah. free for the kids kind of thing. Yeah, come on out. So hopefully the wind doesn't deter deter that. And uh, so that's nice, nice little kind of fun thing that uh, they offered to do. And they're, you know, they yeah, might well. come up here anyway. And that is neat. They offered, yeah. So I think that's you know to me I consider that definitely you know sure. a partner sure. sponsor sure. a part of it too so so thank you thank big thanks to them and then uh, we have our well our pizza party for our pilots and vendors we hadn't we hadn't done that right. for last year because of COVID yeah. but this year I think we're I think we're good and then uh, we have the night fly which sure. is ever popular and uh, I'm excited about that I've got my my. Psychedelic glider. Great, right? I got, yeah, I got oh, my, there you go. My Ep- flying disco his, ball. His epileptic right. seizure. Uh, his epileptic <laughs> <laughs> seizure <Yeah>. machine. <laughs> but but I have I have the Aero oh, 3 Aero there Avengers you go. landing gear cooler. on, which is yeah, even cooler. Right. There you go. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I love that, man. It, and when I put those on it there. It makes a like, huge difference. You love, do touch and goes you know, with the glider, which is kind of weird. But, right. Yeah. Well, and. and um, nope. It doesn't affect no, the flight no. at all. It didn't make yeah. no difference. I was so. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, he yeah, did a good job uh, designing those. Yeah. He sold a, a, a lot Nailed of them it. too, man. He's like, well, I kept told yeah, him, I'm like, yeah. make sure you have a bunch of those printed up because there, there's guys here with those night radiant, and they'll, they'll, well, they'll, cool. they'll buy them up. So okay. yeah, we're excited, excited. having uh, Eric uh, on the show later on uh, today. I'm sure, but uh, he's a great guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Uh, got good to put a shout out to our California guys. That's we were talking last night when uh, we got here Shannon was helping uh, put some stuff together and uh, we're missing um, kind of a staple this year uh, Mike Calloway he uh, kind of hit us pretty hard too because we yeah. were fully expecting he usually comes on Thursdays and we get set up and it's usually the just the four of us him and Harry and and then the three of us but uh, it seems kind of quiet without him and I'm missing that big 14 foot 
Cessna that's you know sits out. Yeah. Well, I just miss Mike because yeah, he's no. I'm getting a little too right now because he's just he's a big teddy bear. Yeah. He's just he's yeah. a fun guy. You know, it, it, right. you know he's having an exciting right. life. I mean, his career and in law yeah. enforcement, the yeah. stories he's told and, us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he just he's just got such, he he such a big heart. You know, I mean, um, I the last time I saw him. I went to an event in California, and uh, we pitted, we pitted together, me and, and Mike awesome. and Harry. And we just had a blast, and just just hanging out, and right, uh, really just him. miss you know miss oh, miss that. Uh, but uh, that's but true. He would, and sure. uh, he and is. He's, he's uh, watching us. On, uh, we did a special podcast uh, one or two ago where we uh, kind of got yep. together and sure did. and talked about some of the funny stories that uh, the three of us have had. Uh, with him here at the field, so shout out to him and his family and and uh, the guys out in yep. California. We uh, we know it was, uh, yeah. but uh, we uh, we'll, we're going to press on and uh, have a good time and uh, in his memory. Yeah, and uh, we're looking forward oh, to all the, the. Are there any new airplanes? I, I saw that I mentioned earlier that Horizon Hobby had brought the uh, G six fifty, but uh, and the new OV tens. But was there any anything from any other vendors that we know of? Um, I'm trying to think if there's, I know there's uh so banana hobby actually oh, will have a, a presence out here. They, they provide some great oh, okay. airplanes for our pilot raffle. Uh, some really nice arps in the box. Uh, their, um, entry in the, the, uh, corporate jet uh, gotcha. also a couple of the pilots have those. There's, there's, there's two that are very similar. Um, one actually, actually one's, one's, uh, motion one's, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Banana hobby. Yeah, it was um, the little F fourteen, the third, the, right. the kind of mini F fourteen. The they'll be flying oh, that. Oh, very, very It's cool. got the swing wing and everything on it. It's kind of cool. Just a little one, but it's fun. Cool. They're flying the heck out of that. And then uh, I'm trying to think what else as far as new airplanes. You know, it. I think just with uh, uh, you know with COVID things, just you know supply chain slow right, down. A lot of the it. new stuff just hasn't been kind of coming out. Uh, as we like, we haven't seen a new jet from uh, from Motion for Motion, a while, yeah. and uh, just just kind of just things change. And, and you know, there's another event in in Arizona, more geared towards the 3D guys. So some of the some of our right, usual right, people right. went to that one instead, which is good. Yeah. You know, hey, you know, it, the more well, you know. just, it, 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 yeah, it was a little it was a little off for you this year because you had to change. You know, the your new stable of trying to get it in the second week. And yeah, you had to move to the first Super Bowl week. and right. waste management. Phoenix Open are next weekend. Yeah, it's, like, it's hard. I, yeah, I, it's hard I to can't compete. compete. <laughs> Those are multi million dollar events yet. versus yeah. uh, your your million dollar event. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, my million dollar. Million yeah. dollar. Yeah. Yeah. You, mean, you, mean, you mean my buck fifty? Thanks to all the people that donated. Okay, maybe a maybe a maybe a hundo. Yeah. Yeah. I probably sure yeah. it's more than that, but it's it's always a great event. Yeah. Now you know I, I happen to look at the weather report, and uh-huh. you know it it's going to be maybe in the sixties yeah. this weekend, and uh. That week that you normally have it, it's supposed to yeah, it was right. supposed 70s, to be the seventies, right. almost yeah. to the eighties, is what's in one week's time. It's going to go from this to where we're you know having to build igloos to uh, you know go back to the shorts, yeah. and I have heat stroke type of thing. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. You you, you live here long enough, you know, you see all the different. I mean, I've lived here my whole life, so just. There's yeah. just these little gaps yeah. of, you know, when the weather is normally like things, you know. And well, I told Jay, he congratulations, he's actually now been through an Arizona winter today. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. This I is, told him I said, you know, it's it. winter when yeah. I have to put my you, pants on. <laughs> I mean, this is the I, this I is the blizzard of 2022 yeah, right, right here, man. <laughs> the blizzard. Yeah, exactly. The temperature dropped just below. It's it is. A, it's, it's a, a southwester. Yeah, know. I told him. He's like, wow, it's cold here. I was like, ah, it won't be tomorrow. Summer's summer's next weekend, so. And it'll start out. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, we're getting excited for this event. We're uh, going to get back out on the line. I think uh, there's a couple guys flying out there now. We've uh, got several pilots. and Yeah, the, everyone's starting to yeah, start together. I mean, right. people are checking in for registration we, and selling shirts. and We all probably the need are getting to register, set up, too. So, yeah, so I mean, we're excited. But, uh, yeah, we're excited, and uh, we're going to let you get back to work and uh, and hopefully get it for All right. Well, thanks yeah, again. We're excited. So we'll uh, probably. I'm yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I'm shaking. That. I'm so excited. <laughs> Do you see my hand? We're going to go stand in the sun. Wow. <laughs> I can't control myself, sun. folks. Uh, yeah. He's, he's convulsing. <laughs> convulsing. The shivering just, okay. just going through. Now, just won't now this, me timbers. this was cool. <laughs> you guys didn't see that because you kind of need your back to it. But I watched the, uh, what is that, the E-Fight Viper? So the E-Fight Viper, they yeah. put they put the, uh, the uh, ESC in it that has the reverse. So the wind yeah, wind the, the, the is probably ones. 10 miles an hour down the runway, maybe a little more. And uh, he just came in, and as the wheels touched the ground, he hit reversed and literally stopped within the wingspan of that stopped. airplane. So that was pretty cool. And then he backed it into the spot. So that was even better. <laughs> that was even more fun. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, oh, Tony's pushing his uh, OV-10 out, so that would be, that'll be yeah, a pair of those. We'll so. a pair of well, those. Let's, uh, let's get back out on the flight line, grab some coffee, and uh, thanks again. All right, we'll, guys. Uh, we'll touch base with you uh, towards Thank the end you. of this event and kind of get a recap. But awesome. uh, let's go have a good time. All righty. We'll be back. Let's do it. Right. Thanks, guys. We'll be back. Bye. We're back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Park Flyer Podcast. There's been a break in the weather, and we actually got to come out and uh, take our parkas off <laughs> and actually get a chance to enjoy what's supposed to be the finest of Arizona. It, it's still, it was nice and sunny out the whole time. It was just in a deep freeze, and my fingers thawed out, and I'm sitting here next to Allie, and we were watching them fly these wonderful aircraft. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just amazed at the new stuff coming out. And he was gracious enough to give us a few minutes to talk about the planes that he's going to be flying, the program he's going to be flying tomorrow at the noon show. And uh, anything else he wants to talk about? First of all, Ali's your test pilot for or a, a team pilot for Horizon Hobbies. Actually, the team manager. So team manager. Yeah. There you go. Okay. It's, uh, field oh. marketing well. manager. They call there it. you go. That's so awesome. So uh, Horizon Hobbies showed up this year, and you guys brought some new equipment, you know, new new airplanes. Uh, I think that's the Bronco, the OV10. That just came out. You guys have a pair of those. And uh, tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. Um, so it's my first year at Arizona Electric Festival. Um, my first year as team manager. I've been at Horizon now for six years. Um, originally as a product developer, so primarily on the Hangar 9 department. I did uh, an e-flight airplane, which was the Cirrus, and I help out the e-flight team quite a bit. Um, December, the my role changed into the field marketing, which is basically running of the uh, hundred strong air team that we have that are around the US. Um, so yeah, with that, uh, submitted my list of events that I wanted to attend in 2022. And last year, I did the, for the first time the um, 
<coughs> excuse me, Winter Warbirds at Tony's yep, Field. Yep, Tony's Field. Yep. And I straight away penned that in. I really wanted to do it. And then somebody at work said, oh, have you ever checked out the Arizona Electric Festival? And I'm like, <laughs> no. Um, and started looking at it. I was like, oh, it's a decent size event. I, you know, sure. It's a shame it doesn't tie in with, sure enough, it's the following week. So, right. yeah, I managed to... Uh, um, stay the week in Arizona and uh, turn up here and with that in mind packed accordingly so we have a bunch of new airplanes the OV-10 is relatively new it's been out for about a year now Um, but we have the 90mm Viper Uh, we have the uh, Hangar 9 Pits we have the Viper SS we have the new Hangar 9 sorry E-Flight F-14 much anticipated F-14 UMX that's here I didn't fly it today yet but I um, might get a flight in tonight <laughs> maybe tomorrow well, yeah, really. it's <laughs> kind of windy to fly that UMX airplane yeah we've had n- less than ideal weather today yeah, we have. But yeah. yeah I'm fortunate like I say to do this is my job work with the team guys we have here today we have uh, Tony Quist um, local guy, John Gerhard, local guy, right. Tim Dickey, local guy, uh, James Lashmit, which is one of our ambassadors who's come from California, and uh, myself here. So this Excellent. is what we do. We attend events. We, we show the uh, new products. We try to get public interaction. So I've done a couple of what I call try-me flights on the OV, which is buddy boxing and getting people stick time on, on the OV-10 and Very the cool. Viper Jet. So, well, yeah. Awesome. I'll sign up for that. (laughs) Please do, yeah, by all means. I'd love to. The more the merrier. We did uh, 10 different people at uh, Winter Warbirds last weekend. So if I can beat 10 for Arizona Electric Festival, I'll be happy. All right. Well, I can. You can count me down for two or three of those. There you go. I like that. Yeah, we actually. we used to be way back in the day. Jay and I were uh, test pilots for GWS. Okay. So when they had new yeah. product, they would come out, ship the U.S., and would do a little fly and market and that kind of thing, and then nice. send all that stuff back to them. So we've been doing it a long time. The podcast is kind of a labor of love for us, and uh, we've loved the Horizon hobby stuff as well. I got a couple UMX under the table. I'd love to go fly as well. Yeah, so. I see behind us. Yeah, but uh, it's always nice to have you guys and uh, and welcome Thank because uh, this is. Unfortunately, today is a little windy, and I think a lot of people probably knew it, but tomorrow should be a really big day, and and uh, we've seen this entire ramp just covered in airplanes, and I think you'll be excited. So, um, what? Uh, let's see. Tell us a little bit about the pits, because we saw you guys find that, and uh, that's a pretty amazing little, uh, little airplane. Hey, yeah, it's good. the Hangar 9 third scale pits. Um, like I said, I was a product developer for Hangar 9. That actually wasn't my product. It was my work colleague, Gary Wright, who anyone who's been in electric will know that name, right. the, the founder of the E3D. He's a, he's a close colleague of mine. And, yeah, he developed the pits primarily for gas, uh, 60cc gas. Nice. But with, like, a, all of the stuff that we do, in, in particularly Hangar 9, we want to have it as multifaceted so it can take different power plants. Sure. So, sure. yeah, Gary being... Um, spreadsheet as I call him Mr. Electric Works so, yeah he, he straight away ran the formulas and numbers and he did an electric one for himself and for the product as well and it's right. been surprising how many people chose electric on such a big airplane I mean there's a mm-hmm. Rimfire 65cc running 12S 5 to 7000 I prefer the 7s mm-hmm. and yeah I you know, it, it still takes me back how many people do actually choose to go with the big electric power setups for the convenience right. and smooth and quiet and clean power. So. Yeah. Well, it, you know, there's a lot less cleanup, obviously, and you don't have to haul around fuel. So uh, it's always fun. You can charge your battery right here. you got to go somewhere else to get gas. So. Yeah. Yep. And you I get that instant is. power. Yeah. 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 Smooth yeah. as well. Very I mean, smooth. the OV is the same. The OV-10, that's yeah. gas and electric. And right. that 
that was my project and I I have a gas one at home. Mm-hmm. It's probably flown twice in the last two years really? um, compared to the electric one, which is well over 500 flights. I yeah. mean, it's so convenient. It's so easy, especially doing this trimy stuff, mm-hmm. you know, just put four packs in, which is a lot, I know, but it's still rather charge and maintain four packs than two gas engines, you know, mm-hmm. starting them, cleaning them. And right, I'm right. a diehard old school modeler. I've done it all my life. Um, so it's 40 plus years. So I, I come from a internal combustion background but my goodness, you know, the OV on electric is just a joy. So, so imagine if, you know, like I said, if you had the gas ones today and it was, not that it was freezing cold, but oh, it, it was, was cold. Freezing, it was freezing cold. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm probably from Alaska, yeah, yeah. so, uh, you know, oh, okay. I, have, I have a different yeah. scale of reference. But <laughs> it was a little different. <laughs> but what I'm saying is a gas engine on a cold day like today, you guys, one would have started and the other one would have, plop, 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 and you would have right. been, you know, right. cursing it out. You get the other one started and then the other one, you know, got cold and. Yeah, you you would you know you wouldn't have that ease of ah just it was not change packs and go yeah so yeah and and on a cool day to like today the batteries stay cooler too so you probably yeah. get a little bit longer out of them they don't heat up as much so but now did this product originate the OV10 did it originate from Hangar Nine because I know that that you, there are some you know if you search OV10 online you can see that there's a Hangar Nine looks very similar to this one <laughs> was this a new product yeah oh, okay yeah All the right. inspiration came. Um, for, for me, selfishly, uh, I, was, I was already settled in the Hangar 9 role for about three or four years. And mm-hmm. it was just at that stage where I wouldn't say they were giving me free reign, but they were saying, right, you know, because I spend a lot of time out in the field and right. my bosses, which are, when I say they, it's my bosses, it's a whole team at Horizon, said, right, you know, what do you think we need? And I pitched to them that we were missing a segment, which was the twin segment. Mm-hmm. And... I wouldn't say they gave me total free hand, but they were like, okay, what do you suggest? And I broke it down to two um, possible candidates, which was a Shrike Commander um, or the OV-10. And I did the whole tick box thing and the OV-1, basically. It's it's just like a really ideally suited platform or platform for model use, you know, between its long straight wing, thick section, decent tail moment arm, trailing link, tall undercarriage, boxy fuselage, you know. So it was like I was running out of reasons not to. Um, (laughs) And there had been a couple of OV-10s on the market. And at the time, a company in Germany, Pischler, had uh, an 1800mm one which I was looking at as an ARF, and um, I didn't obviously want to go and compete with that. And I looked at the segment and went, hold on, the upper end is not serviced. So that's where the size came from. You know, I originally built it around two 20cc gas engines, um, and it soon became apparent that for our customers' expectations, it would have to go to 30cc. And, uh, yeah, the development rolled on from there. And there was a slight interesting story halfway through development where it was supposed to be 90-inch wingspan. But uh, a conversation between our vendor and myself um, led to them committing themselves to build a bigger airplane for no more money. And uh, I was like, That's what I think, score. <laughs> and I, I said, right, send it. Let's make it 108-inch. And uh, I went back to one of our executive meetings with it assembled, and I hadn't adjusted the paperwork. It still said 90-inch. And my boss, um, who's a long-time RCist, was looking at the paperwork, and he's looking at me, and he's looking at the airplane, <laughs> and I know what's coming. I'm like, oh no! <laughs> and he's like, uh, the meeting went through, it got approved, it got green lighted, and uh, he came to me at the end of it. He says, "Is that ninety inch?" 
And I was like, before you kill me, <laughs> no, it's not, but it's not costing us any more money. Right. So, yeah, that's how it ended up as, as such a big beast of an airplane. So. Well, I think if it was any smaller, it would lose its charm. I mean, I, I just love the size. The it's just that the presence of it. The uh, the low and slow over here was just phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it just slows down. To, you could almost walk faster than that yeah. thing was flying. Yeah, so. stall speed's about, on the daylight today, it's about 16 miles an hour. So yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's 44 pounds. I can't remember the wing area numbers. Yeah. That's a Gary Wright one. But um, sure. I know the span, and it's, right. it flies crazy light. And, uh, yeah, I was pretty amazed at its inverted capabilities too. I mean, that's that was crazy. I was looking at your flights, going, "Wow, that that thing should not be doing that." <laughs> I'd love to say that years of experience built into some amazing design ability factored yeah. that in, but it was a total accident. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even it's not even got a fully symmetrical wing. So, right, so when right. I was doing the testing, I started doing the inverted stuff. I thought like, oh, it flies better than I thought, and then I started with the high alpha inverted. Yeah, just to, as part of our testing, we tried and put the aircraft through the most unthought of uncomfortable situations we can sure. just to see we want to make sure right, you know that right. it's not going to depart and blank the fin and end up you know flat spinning into the ground so mm-hmm. customers don't find that out and um yeah i got higher and higher in the angle of attack inverted and lower and lower in height and, and in confidence and it gets to a stage now where inverted Harrier is better than it does upright. And mm. you can come past almost like a 3D airplane. So, mm. And there's <laughs> always the whole, and I got it today, and I know when I'm doing it right, is when somebody goes, that's not very scale. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. That's funny because I said that while we were standing here. I was like, I don't even think the real one does no. that. <laughs> yeah, no. Not even close. Not intentionally it no, doesn't. Uh-uh. An interesting so. story as well, whilst we're on the OV-10, um, I've had two cases in the last two weeks and three in total in traveling around with the OV in the last year where I've been at events flying and uh, people who have been attending, RC modelers, are ex-OV-10 operators. So oh, no kidding. Last weekend at Winter Warbirds, a gentleman named Frank Kelly actually bought a Hangar 9 OV-10, modified it considerably, shortened the nose, repainted the whole airplane to represent the one that he flew mm-hmm. out in Southeast Asia. And then yesterday, flying it here, a, a local club member, Milo, um, came up and started talking to me. And um, he didn't drop the bomb straight away that he was an XOV-10 driver. We were talking and and he knew a lot about the airplane. I was like, oh, wow, you know, you're, you're pretty familiar with the OV-10. He's like, yeah, you know, I did a year in them before I moved on to... Uh, I was like, <laughs> you did what? And uh, yeah, he, started, he popped out his phone and he's got pictures of him in Southeast Asia doing forward air command stuff. And for awesome. me, it's just like a massive rush to meet yeah, sure. people who have done, you know, I thought my job was cool. These guys are like 10 notches above my job. But go. to do that in an airplane like that. So That's one fun. of my goals tomorrow is actually to get Milo flying that model. So mm. yeah, right, that would be go. excellent. That yeah. would be fun. I hope you so. say he flew at the uh, RC version and the real version. Exactly. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So, well, it's a beautiful airplane. We love the paint job Thank and, you. uh, you know, it kind of gives a shout out to the Marine version versus the, you know, the other Unknown forces. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> He's ex Air Force. I, I gathered there was something in there. So yeah. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, it uh, it flies wonderful. It looks good. I uh, I would love to uh, take it for please a both of you. Yeah, oh, anyone. Excellent. It's excellent. on it's on wireless buddy box, and it's the so. easiest plane I have to fly here. So yeah, yeah have at it. Well, I, I tell you what. One thing I really really liked uh, was the uh, steep approach that you did, and then kicked it into reverse. And just stop that thing and then, you know, almost 
just boop out of the air. Yeah, that, that was it, awesome. Was I, that I, accidental as well, or that you you guys programmed it that way to do it that way? It was accidental in the sense that the ESC technology developed after the airplane. I didn't develop the airplane knowing that we had reverse. But just as the airplane was coming out to release point, we um, had developed the Avian ESCs Mm. to a point where the reverse systems were working really well. Um, We'd started off on small foamies and built them Mm. up. And, um, yeah, it suddenly became apparent. And in my head, it's always cooking ideas up, especially (laughs) especially when an airplane's released. And, you know, I'm like, what can oh, I do with this? Do, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, um, yeah, it took a bit of programming. Uh, actually, an uh, electronic engineer in England, Simon Wood, he developed the ho- software built into hardware that allowed twin. We'd done singles, um, ESCs and single right, reverse. Right. It's easy. I went to our electronic engineers and it's like, uh, yeah, I'm going to make it reverse twin. And they're like, no, you're not. <laughs> uh, this is me as so I like yeah, my yeah, electronic yeah. engineering knowledge is like yeah. tiny yeah. and then no you're not and they started going yeah the SRXL port can't split two channels and I, I was asleep by this point right. <laughs> so all I knew is I went away from this meeting gutted that I couldn't do it and um, I knew of a gentleman in England um, before I left he was developing really cool software for Spectrum and other radios but mm. utilizing what we call the SRXL port and I reached out to him, and I was like, Simon, what do you think the chances are? And he's like, oh, I did it already. I was like, sorry? <laughs> he said, yeah, I did it a while ago. He said, do, you, do you want one? I was like, Wait to the party. Pretty much. And, um, yeah, I, I, he hit me with, like, the $50 price for this unit. I was like, really? Yeah. And, um, yeah, I said, I'll try it. I'll give it a go. Went back to, <laughs> I went back to my software engineers or Horizon software engineers and told them, and they were like, very skeptical is probably yeah, the politest yeah, way yeah, to put it. Sure. Jammed in this little box, set it up as I would do a single. Perfect. Works really wow, good. And right. that allows me to do like the tactical approaches I call right, them, which is like yep. full probably 85 degree descents mm. where I feather uh, into reverse and, uh, and apply about half power just to give some aerodynamic braking and then on touchdown I'll slam it full throttle right. and whilst we don't have variable pitch props so we don't have right. like a massive draft right. um, it's still enough to back the airplane up so. yeah sure yeah. yeah we saw that going on today with the Vipers well yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the backing everything into place it was really impressive right. and what's really impressive because that plane is quiet yeah. yeah, it is quite. Yeah. I mean, you guys flew by and somebody said, "Oh, look at that thing flying." I'm like, "What?" Uh, oh, damn! You know, I'm thinking a little plane, and and I'm like, it, "It's not making a noise." And then all of a sudden, I'm like, whoa, whoa. "I call it the Gary Wright system." Gary, go, <laughs> go back to spreadsheet. Yeah, he has uh, a very, very um, adapted skill set to getting the most out of electric power systems without mm-hmm. making it sound like it. Right. I always know, a, you know, what I call a Gary system is that it produces effortless power. And when I put a power system together, the thing sounds like it's going to shake bolts out. <laughs> Usually puffs the battery and, uh, yeah. And then Gary comes along and says, oh, just change this, change that. And it's like it drops half the RPM but produces twice as much power. He set the OV10 up for me. You know, he said, like, mm-hmm. our power 180 will swing a big prop. Um, if you're cautious on the throttle, it won't draw big amps. Um, so yeah, that's what we have there, and it, it really sort of you know wow. comes into play. And, and you, as you say, it doesn't sound like it's you know, producing yeah, until yeah. you hit reverse. Then it right. sounds like it's going to blow up. Right. Yeah. Now the the frame is a, a plywood, or is it okay? So it's a plywood type, balsa, carbon, any of that in there? It's no, no exotics. There's a little bit of fiberglass on the cowlings. There's some plastic molded parts in like the sidewinders and the uh, drop tank when I have mm. it. 
Um, but predominantly it's plywood, light ply. There's some balsa in there, but most of it is light ply. The sheeting is balsa. Structurally, it's um, uh, a light ply variant with lots of holes cut in it. Wow, to make yeah. it even worse. And then That's it's great. covered in a vinyl, a heat-treated, uh, textured vinyl, which is laser-printed. So all of the panel lines, rivets, all the scale details right. are actually baked into right. the finish. You know, a lot of people ask, oh, how did you do the weathering? I was like... Uh, comes, comes, comes like that in a sheet. Like that. <laughs> when I joined yeah, Hangar 9, one of my mission statements was I was uh, I didn't want to produce another warbird in ultra coat. For me, it's like sacrilege. It's like right. shiny warbirds, uh, sure. an oxymoron sort of thing. Right, and, right. Uh, so, yeah, worked with this particular factory. We did two 20cc airplanes, the P-47 and the P-51. Started with a silver P-47 and uh, worked. We put in the panel lines on. And I always told them that my goal is to have a weathered airplane. And mm-hmm. the vendor's like, weathered? They didn't understand what weathered is. Right, so yeah. we, over the P-47 and particularly the P-51, learned a lot with laser printing, uh, small black dots mm-hmm. um, to get that sort of shaded look of right. dirt and so forth and then change the colors up. And they bought a new printer which was capable of doing really small dots. And that's where we got to the OV-10 where it looks like an in-service and battered mm-hmm. Marines airplane. So yeah, not a shiny, really clean Air Force one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh, so. Well, uh, run us a little bit through the uh, the Viper. Okay. Because that's a new product for you guys as well, right? And it's just out. And it's been amazing. Guys are doing some really crazy things with the 90mm Viper. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I've done it a few times, and I get pulled on it. Um, (laughs) But for me, it is what it is. It's the the best EDF ever made, in my my humble opinion. There you Um, go. (laughs) Yeah. We'll coach you on that. (laughs) Yeah, please do. Please do. And I've I've had to defend that a few times. Somebody pulled out a picture of me with like a four grand BVM Electra. And I'm like... Uh, admittedly yeah but bake into it that that i i factor in the price as well right, price right, right. durability uh practicality you know it comes out the box i mean that the viper i'm flying here today came out the box and was flying 15 minutes later yeah somebody yeah. actually mentioned somebody, somebody mentioned yeah. that <laughs> they, were like, ta- they were talking about they were that they bought that plane specifically that's what hooked them on it because yeah. they watched somebody else, you know, do something. They were doing something. They pulled the plane out of the box. Yeah, they just out. bought it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that's okay. that's what he said. He goes. He went over to talk to him about it, and you pulled one out. Fifteen minutes later, you're out walking to the he, line. He's, he's like, like, "Okay, I'll take beep, one." Boop, boop, boop. Yeah. Hello. Yes. Yeah. No. Superstition Hobbies had one. I, and I walked past there this morning, and I said to the guys, "I said, look, if you know of anyone who wants a Viper, there's a hobby shop that has one, and that's unicorn stuff. They've right. been they've been back ordered yeah. since the day right. we released them. But yeah, the product." It's a lot of people think it's just the blown up version of our 70 mil Viper, right. which was originally an FMS Viper, mm-hmm. one of the vendors we work closely with, um, with a new color scheme. It, you couldn't be further from the truth. We started with that. The first version was a blown up FMS Viper. And it was good, but not as good as we as a team wanted it. Um, so it got reassigned to a different product developer. And the irony of it is we have, I think, about six to seven product developers on the air team and we'll have our sort of specialist sectors you know as i said keep mentioning gary but anything electric goes gary's way right um the big stuff generally ends up in in my court um we have a guy who's very much into the jets and we have a couple of others who are generic pds who are long time rcs but they don't have a specialist area anyway the viper project ended up with one of the non-specialists um very almost zero jet experience i think I'd, I'd given him his first turbine flight on one of my jets that year wow. so it was like okay are we sure we want to do you know give our 
biggest, highest profile EDF, sport EDF to Kevin, Kevin Burner. And um, it went to him. And yeah, he pulled it out out of the back. I mean, he absolutely nailed it. He's an old school RC modeler. So he knows RC. He knows flight. And he went and redid the whole airplane. Redid the wing section. Redid the wow. control surfaces. Redid the rigging angles. And um, got rid of the cheetah holes that the original yeah, had. Yeah, original. Which we're all looking at going, oh, it's brave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it yeah. goes to show that a, a true modeler, you know, right. a, a true guy that's aero orientated what they can do and the viper has been that for me it's like so many boxes tick speed you know we're talking about 120 130 mile an hour out the box 172 miles an hour clocked on gps in destruction testing when i was doing you know yeah Yeah, death dive in a headwind which for you know, lump of foam, that's pretty impressive. That's, that is impressive. <laughs> Big control surfaces, so it'll do all the crazy negative snaps. It'll do that inverted Harrier like the uh, OV will do. Um, and then it slows down with the big underhinged flaps that sort of extend to give more wing area. It will right. slow down to, I wouldn't say a walking pace, but for big EDF standards. Right. right. No, it's, yeah. that was pretty impressive. As a matter of fact, I mentioned to Jay that I said, look how slow that one is yeah. because normally the Vipers are f- incredibly fast. You slow them down, they start getting yep. slow. Yeah. You yep. snap over. But uh, but that one, I couldn't believe it. It was real. You just did some slow rollers around. I was like, wow, that's pretty impressive to be such a big. Yeah. You know. yeah. Especially when they're growing around cactus out there. Yeah. <laughs> there's, that's, there's a cactus out of it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you're a pilot on it. So I, I, I tend to notice those things. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Kevin, Kevin did a great job on that on the aero and uh the whole the whole power system it all came together on that airplane and, and that's why i throw that pretty bold statement out there and i'll stand by it and there'll always be one of those in, in my hangar right. um, i've actually just converted one to a turbine which oh, okay. um, really yeah nice. looking forward to flying when uh, i can see the ground again in illinois yeah um should have been a converted <laughs> to turbine with skis <laughs> but uh um, yeah it's one of those planes that i could new project just <laughs> that's right we did actually last year as uh the video channel that i run which is uh on the fly we did a um the 70 mil version of that oh all right but right. on floats on floats yeah so that was great off that's snow perfect um but yeah, it's it's been really good. I mean, we're just catching up to back orders now. I've just yesterday I was told that March will be the first delivery we have of those where back orders will be cleared and they'll finally be hitting store shelves. So wow, that's yeah. impressive. Yeah. Well, I have to say that I I've always enjoyed. I have several Hangar Nine mm-hmm. uh, airplanes in my stable. Thank you. Uh, I have the ninety uh, three inch Hangar Nine Cub that came out. Many, many years ago. That thing has been so much fun to fly. I put big Tundra tires on it. I fly it all over the place. Awesome. So, uh, it's always been, you know, a fabulous product. You guys have done a great job. We're excited to hear that you're, you know, kind of heading the team and Thank looking you. forward to, to new products that are coming out. So, always. obviously, this one's uh, for this year. But uh, And I know you probably can't you know, <laughs> divulge anything. But there's new stuff coming on the horizon, you think? You got some ideas in your head that may come our way eventually? Or? We have about 25 airplanes on the QuickBase, which is our computer system list right sure. now, being worked on um, at any one moment. Um, and that's constantly evolving, revolving. So, you know, when one releases, we'll put another one on. So, right. yeah, our, our PDs are very, very active, uh, especially on the e-flight um, segment. That's our, our biggest segment in terms of volume um, uh, of sales and projects. So, yeah. yeah, we have some cool stuff. Um, 
I'd love to be able to tell you about all of it, but uh, nah, yeah. we totally <laughs> no, we understand. Yeah, we've done Thank this for you. many, uh, almost eight years now, yeah. almost, and uh, so that we've interviewed a lot of guys that uh, you know you're kind of like, come on, tell us. <laughs> we know they can't. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. It's just one of those things for us. It's you know after COVID, everybody's chomping at the bit. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, what's going on? I haven't, I haven't, I haven't pl- touched the foam. I well, and, it, and it's true. You know, I mean, even uh, most of the the vendors out there just haven't. We've either lost them. Or they just haven't developed anything new because of the factories have been shut down or what have you. So, yeah. so I think it's just a matter of you know everybody's kind of going okay. Well, now that we're getting out of this, or you know, starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. What's, yeah. what's, what's that's why I had such a big smile on my face. I went, ooh, something new. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> something yeah. new. Yeah. Salivating a little bit. Yeah, we do. We have uh, two new releases this month already that I know about, and I'm pretty lax on keeping up with our new releases so i know it's multiple releases every month in 2022 oh good nice that's what i like yeah i do too so well we uh we know you're busy uh we appreciate you taking the opportunity to sit with us i know it's kind of the end of the day for us on friday but um watching you just sit back here and watching you fly is you do an amazing job thank you love to watch you fly and uh, thank you so much for joining us here on the park fire podcast absolutely appreciate it thank you total pleasure it's been good all right let's get back out on the flight line thanks guys Thank you very much. Okay. Well, uh, back to the Park Flyer podcast. Uh, welcome, everybody. We're just uh, finishing up uh, Friday. It's been a good day. It's windy as all get out today. Yeah. Hey, hey, Mike, uh, just move, can you move a little closer? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a little cold, so <laughs> just get a little closer to me. I don't mind that we get, you know, yeah. you're a good friend of mine, so know, just right. get just, oh, yeah, that's perfect. It per- is a little That's chilly. perfect. Okay. It's a little uh, chilly. You feeling better there? Whew, uh, folks. It is a little chilly, and uh, uh, everybody's kind of ca- uh, calling it a night, I think, early, so. Couple of last airplanes in the air, and once they uh, once they get down, I think the uh, sun going down is a little chilly. But uh, we got a, a you know sunlight flight on the L thirty nine and the E ten, so that all yeah, worked. that was pretty nice. And uh, we actually got to fly the Python as well, so that worked out and, for uh, the most part. Yeah, looks like we still got a few tweaks on it, but well, looking forward to tomorrow. Yeah, see what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, all right, folks. Well, uh, from the Electric Festival here in Arizona, this is uh, Michael. And this is Jay. Jay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see you tomorrow. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com.